Hello, and welcome to the Amber Live interviews. This is Russell, producer and co-host of Amber Live. We want to remind you to subscribe to us both here and at youtube.com slash amberlive. You don't want to miss a moment of Amber LeMay, the Larry King of drag queens. There's so much more to the show than just the interviews that Amber does each week. We have hundreds of interviews, comedy sketches, songs, and more on YouTube that you can watch anytime. But in the meantime, you can listen to the amazing interviews right here. Now enjoy this episode of Amber Live Interviews. It's Halloween, so there's got to be some supernatural psychic things going on. And so we have tonight a, one of our guests, Corby Mitlide. Corby, come on in. Hello there, Miss Amber. Hello there. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Now, so what? How, how do you describe yourself, what, what you do? All right. I am uh, as practical a psychic as you're going to find. I am not Fluffy Bunny. Been reading since I was 18. I'm 67, means I know a little something. Certified Tarot Master, Past Life Specialist, Psychic Medium and Channel. All, all of that. Oh, my God. I, I wonder if you're getting overloaded with things coming at you from me. Nah. Right now. No, I have an open and a closed sign upstairs. It's okay. Uh, okay. Well, you said you started reading at 18. What does that mean? That means that when I was uh, in high school, 1973, senior, I was working part-time at Spencer Gifts, and they had the James Bond oh, 007 oh, tarot deck, and I bought it. That, that was the dirty store back in the early 70s. I know. I know. But they did have the James Bond deck because that was the year Live and Let Die came out. And we were all hippies then. So I bought it, you know, my fringe jacket, Elephant Bells in the Jack. Um, five years later, everybody else moved on to roller skates and disco balls. I thought the cards were fascinating. So I kept reading for friends. All of a sudden in the early 90s, I could do hands-on healing and talk to dead people with no training, which is when the universe handed me my draft notice and said, hello, you're working for us. All right, hold on, hold, 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 hold on. You, you said you started healing, hands-on healing? Hands-on healing and talk to dead people with no training. That's right. Okay, Boom. so tell, tell us me about your first episode of hands-on healing. That was a dear friend of mine um, who was complaining about the fact that she had bronchitis and the drugs weren't touching it. And I said, let me give it a shot. So I just put my hands on her and I immediately saw you know the way uh, a spring will break up in the late winter, early spring, and the uh, water is going and the ice is melting. And I just kept seeing that, holding the vision. Within 36 hours, she didn't need the antibiotics and they hadn't worked for weeks. Now, that's what, not me. I'm just the tube it comes through. That's boss what, upstairs. What made, you, what made you think that you could do that? Because my friend was hurting. So I tried. That's all. I had no idea. But something told you that you could do that. Something told me that. I should try. Okay, I had go. no idea what was going to happen. All right. Matt, then you said talking to dead people. Dead people. Tell me about yes. that. They showed up in my living room. Who? Now. Who, who did? Uh, well, in the, in the beginning, in the 90s, when I was in Atlanta, uh, they were dead soldiers from World War One, which was... What? Uh, a life of mine two lives ago, and that's reincarnation, darling. We could spend hours, but we're not going there. And I tend to be a doorway that if a soul is stuck in the gray spaces, I help them cross. And now 
you want to talk to dead Aunt Mabel? Yes, I will certainly try, but I remind people we're not dial a dead. If she's on a field trip, she won't be by the phone. <laughs> that Mabel, you, you never could trust her. I know. <laughs> Ruby, yes. Mabel, no. <laughs> what What did these soldiers tell you or what? why why did they go through you? What were they looking for? Well, it's because two lives ago, I was right there with them in World War One. I. I know the life that I had then. So I understood them. And it's very interesting. The first thing you need to do is they'll all ask who won. You have to explain to them it's 100 years ago. It doesn't matter. You get them to forgive the person who killed them. You get them to forgive themselves for having killed. And then you can get them to cross. To cross onto the next life, to get out of this. Right, to, to, to get to stop being caught in the gray spaces and move on to heaven, the astral, how, you know, Ralph the Wonder Dog's house, however you see it. But they stop being stuck here. You, you said you've had previous lives. Were you ever in that gray space? I don't think so, because um, this is what I do. It, it's, uh, there are lives that I wasn't particularly proud of. We've all been saints and sitters, but you learn and you go on. This soul tends to drop the personality and go full soul relatively quickly. That's why I can help other people. You, you were talking about uh, reincarnation. Now, mm -hmm. have you been only in human form or have you, is reincarnation go into animals as well? I don't think that's, I think they call that transmogrification or something. I've never been an animal. I can speak very fluent Maine Coon because I have a 27 pounder, <laughs> but no. This is a soul that really loves the human condition. And when someone comes down and they are other, that doesn't scare me. I reach out and say, I see who you are. Can I help? What was your role in World War One? Pilot. Got shot down, uh, I think, over Zonabek in 1917. 19, wow. Yeah, 1917. How many lives have you traced back? I think I've traced back about five or six, but look, we've all had them. You think any of us is smart enough to get it done in one with these little pea brains? No. So yes, everybody has had past lives, oh, but I, don't I... come to me and say, I must've been Anne Boleyn because I can't wear turtlenecks. That's not how it works. <laughs> in an earlier conversation we had, you did mention that you had been a stand-up comedian and that does come through. Betcha. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What, what what do you do with your skills, your talents, your, what, what do you call it? Well, stuff. Abilities? It's my toolbox. Look, I, this is my full-time job. I work six days a week, 14 hours a day, and I read about a thousand people a year. Do that. That's like going to the gym every day. You get really good and really fast at what you're good at. Now, when Spirit hands you your draft notice, it goes rifling through your file cabinet to see what you do. So what's my background? theater major at Brown University, an actress in New York, so I know characters. Words are my drug of choice. I'm a writer, so I can tell the stories. And I have been a history buff since I was a little kid in single digits. That's why I'm good with past lives. That's good with tarot, because I can see the story and run it. But do not ask me to draw spirit art, because I can't draw a stick figure with a sharp pencil and a lot of prayer. It's not in my wheelhouse. We've had a lot of theater people. What was your theater background in New York? 
Um, oh God, I was in Funny About Love. I do remember that. Uh, I did Ladies at the Alamo, stepping onto Off Broadway with about three days' notice. Um, but back then, I had a Dolly Parton figure, and it was really hard to get any work in film and TV because they were going to be looking at the rack. So I did a lot of voiceover stuff, commercials, things like that. <laughs> you had a great bosom for radio. <laughs> I did, darling. I did. <laughs> How you so you say you do all these readings? You work six um, days a six week. Six days a week mm -hmm. um, from your home, or you go on the road. How how do you do that? I was on the road for eighteen years, about forty five weekends a year, and my nickname was the Travel Channel. But my back went out in twenty nineteen, so I moved my entire business online, and that was when the universe was really taking care of me because what happened in March, 2020, but the advent of the years of murder, hornet, bingo and hold my beer. There were no shows to do. I've been working ever since. Do I do a couple of locals? Yeah, but I'd much rather read at home, have dinner with the husband, play with the cats. And look, I have clients all over the world. Do you really think somebody from Rio de Janeiro wants to come to upstate New York with the sheep and the cows? No. Well, I don't know. It's pretty, It's you, you live in a pretty part of the country. I do, but airfares these days very expensive. Zoom is easier. Yes, they are. Okay, so you're talking to someone from Rio. What do they want to know? The same thing that everybody else does. The everyday tour bus, house, car, job, kids, finances. Okay, God, what'd you put me here for? Past lives, who was I in 1642 Belgium? I want to speak to my spirit guide, Binky, and how's dead Aunt Mabel? It's what everybody wants. Humanity is humanity. Okay, um, let, let's do a tarot card reading. You bet. All okay, right. do you have anything in particular that you're looking at? Or as I say, if you sit down with me, okay, honey, what's biting your butt? <laughs> no, I'm I'm wide open. My, my channels are open. You got it. All right. What I'm going to do is um, what's called the Celtic spread. It's the 10 card thing that you see in all the bad B movies. But that it's a good be, That was my general. nickname in college, the Celtic spread. <laughs> girlfriend all right left middle or right pile which one would you like left done hold on now remember death the devil in the tower if they come up that's not what they mean i'll explain if they do all right. first thing i do is i look for the major arcana that's the concentrated god energy in the deck average <coughs> is two You've got one, two, three, four, five. God is so playing in your sandbox this year. Give him the shovel and play nice. Synchronicities, chance meetings, whatever. You go, yes, boss, and deal with it. For the rest of your suits, you've got one, two cups. Cups are relationships, but anything that goes human heart to human heart. Family, friends, work, communities, not just lovers. You've got two swords. Challenges, speed bumps, crap, and the mental work to deal with it. You've got one pentacle for material goods, stuff. What you don't have any of are the cards that are known as wands. Wands is a creativity factor. You don't have any in the first 10. The cards are saying, honey, just deal with it and go on. So what are we doing for you? First thing is judgment day. Call to new life, a paradigm shift. It is time for change and do not have a pity party about it because if you're willing to make the changes, there is money involved. Past couple of years, could be legalities, could be just trying to find balance in your life. But what is ahead is the temperance card. Now this is the artist's card. I want you to look at the allegory. 
Notice that the angel is pouring water from cup to cup and it's not getting spilled. That's emotional mastery. One foot's in the water, one foot is on land. What does that mean? In order to maintain your emotional mastery, you keep one foot in where you are and one foot in where you want to go. You, you're waiting for the partnerships, whether this is love or whether this is business, it's coming. But in order for it to come, there is one situation where there is no more blood to bleed, my darling. You have to get rid of it and walk away. You tend to worry at 3 a.m. You can't solve anything at 3 a.m. Stop, warm milk, cuddle your puppy. Now, within the next 18 months, it's either or. Big change. You get the world or you still allow people to bedevil you because this is not Mr. Horns in the Tail. It is not even Jack Nicholson and the Witches of Eastwick. It is being bedeviled by something, someone, or some situation or holding yourself back from your highest and best. So you've got something coming, but you can't worry about it. And you cannot allow people who live in Neverland to be there. Who's that? It'll never happen. I wouldn't do it if I were you. Oh no. I wanna give you two magic phrases when they show up. Thank you for sharing. You may think that if you wish, and then you go do what the hell you want. Make sense? All right. So can you condense that in a few sentences? Ha! Um, the whole thing? Yes. yes please. There are, there are opportunities that are going to come up for you. There you will have to leave some of the things behind that you've been doing that are comfortable for you, but don't have a pity party. Reach for them. They are lucrative. They're going to raise your profile. And if anybody says to you, you can't do it, smile and wave in the back view mirror. See ya. Okay. I, I I can sense that Russell is smiling right now. I just I just sense that. Russell. But now you see why. If you have a reading with me, you get a recording. You'll never remember everything. And if you're taking notes, you're not listening. And I'm fast. Okay. I'll now talk the other. Oh, go can ahead, I sorry. can I do your numerology because oh, that yeah, has that, to do yeah, with this. Yeah, yeah, please. All right, please. I got your birthday, month, and day before well, we went on. Explain numerology. What what uh, okay. the basics? Astrology of is date, time, and place. Numerology is your birth date, but the vibe in your name. But to find your personal year, all I need is your birthday, which I got. And I add this year's master number. Two plus zero plus two plus two is six. Then I take that number and bring it down to a single number. Your birthday plus six down to a single number. The number is nine. This is important. Our lives go in nine-year cycles. And if you're in a nine-year, it is the celestial garage sale. You got to get rid of everything in your life that's busted that you'll never fix. You've outgrown and was never you in the first place. Bad dogs, bad haircuts, bad jobs. Goodbye. Because New Year's Eve, God's going to take your Etsy sketch and do this. Clear it. Next year is a one year. It's a fresh cycle. You want to plant seeds for what you want for the next decade. And it's easier if you've cleaned up from the last nine. So that's why next two months, get rid of all the crud. Get ready to rock and roll in 23. Oh, my goodness. I, 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 looking around in my basement here, I, I do have a lot of crud. Garage sale time. You're not talking about just physical crud, are you? Physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Anything that holds you back, out the door. Have you? Um, do you do readings for anyone famous? You don't have to mention their names, but... Uh... Um, I have, yes. Um, we, of course, don't talk about them. I mean, it's not famous level like Cher. Uh, it's not famous level like um, 
uh, Gwen Stefani, but they are well-known in their fields. I've been in other people's books, um, but I will read anybody. It's not a matter of how famous are you? Because I'm not one of those psychics who goes, my aura don't stink. I'm here in service. So you can be average yachts. You can be brilliant, famous person. I'll read either one and you'll get the same kind of answers. I don't cater. Growing up, the psychic that I remember is Gene Dixon and Chris. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, are you in that field? Do you foresee global um, things happening? Sometimes, but my skill is helping people get out of their own way. Um, they tell me I'm really, really accurate, but I don't look at that because I'm just the tube the information comes through. And when we start looking at our accuracy, our ego gets in the way. And I can't have an ego doing this thing. I have to just do it. And I probably won't remember what I told you because I do a core dump and then I go on to the next person. All right. So people can contact you and uh, you can give personal private readings or, you know, through <laughs> Zoom. Um, yep. Let's get, let's show that address one more time where they can contact um, Corbin Mitlight. And so um, very good. So do that. Thank you so much. I'm going to be thinking about what's going on and getting rid of some of this crud around good. me. <laughs> good. Thank you so much and happy Halloween. And to you. Ooh, I'm going to have to rewatch that and think about what she said and get rid of some of this crud. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Amber Live Interviews. Remember to subscribe to us so you don't miss a single minute of the fun. And remember, it is your support that keeps us going. You can make a donation through this podcast by using our Venmo at RJD Pro or by visiting us at AmberLive.tv and clicking on the Support Amber Live button. Thank you.